It's time for the Plank Show with Josh Helmer and Sooner sideline reporter Chris Plank. Oh, let's go. We're back at a very familiar place on a Thursday. It's the Plank Show right here on The Ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. It's a big day for me, Josh. A lot of things going on. Big day for your boy. It obviously starts here at Cavens, hanging out with Amanda and the crew here. There's there's some bad news for me here, Josh. Just, I mean, I'm going to be real honest. A lot of snacks here. There's a lot of snacks. I don't know what happened since the last time I came here, but there's homemade cookies. There's the biggest Rice Krispie treat I've ever seen in my life. There's a box of my favorite candy bar, Baby Ruth, in here. There's Reese's Pieces. I see bags of Cheez-Its. I would say the the desire to keep things healthy in the plank mindset is facing one heck of a challenge here this Thursday morning. So I got that. I, uh, I'm traveling to Waco today, so I got that. I've got a press conference, so I have that. But most importantly, Josh, it is my sister's birthday, which means I have to come up with a very creative, heartfelt, and loving Facebook post, or I'll be in big trouble because, as we all know, the call doesn't matter. The the gift doesn't matter. In my family, it's how in-depth your Facebook post is, apparently, that shows true love. So... Welcome to my world. How's your Thursday shaping up, Josh? Thursday is shaping up great, and your family, I think, has it figured out, right? If you're not, yeah. If you're not able to exhibit your true affection and love on social media, then do you really even have any? Thank you. I mean, it's just, it's really, really. I mean, you guys think I'm joking? I'm not lying. I will hear from my mom endlessly at. Mind you, Josh, I'm a 40-plus, almost 50-year-old man who will still get the I'm disappointed in you call if I don't have a Facebook post wishing my sister happy birthday. Now, is that like a sign of insanity or what? Or is that just the world we live in now? (laughs) Does anyone else deal with that? Like, if you don't wish someone a happy birthday on social media, it's like, Josh, you... You didn't wish Joey a happy birthday on Facebook. It's a really big deal to him. Do you get that, or is this just me? I don't get that. Okay. But I'm sure you're not alone. <laughs> I, I, and I love my, she might, my mom might be listening. She's probably fuming right now. But it's true. Did you, did you post a happy birthday to your sister? No, mom, I, I, I don't really have any great pictures. And she's like, well, you should post something. It means a lot to her. You posted for your dad. <laughs> so yeah, that's why I, that's why I'm thinking about quitting Facebook because I just I, I I don't want to be inconsistent, Josh, about who I either a give well wishes to or now b have to post a story about how sad I am that they died. So yeah, good, good times on social media for me today. So I'm googling up thoughtful phrases in order to try to help me out today beyond just happy birthday, sis. Well, I'm happy come up with something relatively creative. Happy birthday to your sister, by the way. Well, by the way, it's a grandma now. So, I mean, I, I mean I, I'm, I'm getting in trouble from my mom 
for not wishing a grandma happy birthday on her birthday. I mean, what are we even do? What are we even doing? Well, My- don't don't start with that. I wouldn't think. <laughs> I know you're a great grandma. You've done an incredible job as a grandmother. And happy birthday. Man, welcome in. All right, so that's not the show today, I promise. I do, Josh, so I find myself falling into some of these uh, low-hanging fruit traps, right? The things that you'll hear from people and they'll drop lines like, oh, gosh, this again, or are you talking about that? You know, for the longest time, what was it? Well, I'm old enough whenever the whole conversation was whether or not the DH should be universal and is Pete Rose a Hall of Famer. Your call's at 329-9000. But at that time, it was Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame, 460-1430. Or you can hit me up, Josh, on AOL, cplank1430 at AOL.com. But I digress. So there's always these topics, right, that we make fun of people in this business universally for getting into, right? What's the most recent one that everyone just loses? Is LeBron the GOAT? Is Tom Brady the greatest of all? Is Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs a dynasty? Which, again, are fun conversations to have, but it's also, you know, you stop and you think to yourself, God, like a college basketball season going on. I mean, I know nobody really cares about NASCAR, but it, it does start up. I don't think we need to have another conversation about whether or not Dak's the guy for the Cowboys, but – We'll fall into those low-hanging fruit conversations. So, for me, um, I I find myself falling into these almost daily when it comes to the SEC. And I think, Josh, I need your help. Because uh, I don't think it's a bad thing. Is it? It's a year away. It's going to be new. It's going to be unique. But I'm I'm listening to Toby and TJ and and their Brown O'Haver. So, John's in the house today. And the conversations about the SEC and – listen, I sent Toby a text. I can tell he hasn't replied yet, so I'm probably in trouble. But, no, I, I sent Toby a text, and it was – it's funny how people think we actually get to enjoy the tailgating side of this, right? For y'all, I'm all about it. I'm more about the stadium and the game and what the atmosphere is going to be like inside. But when you start thinking about all of these venues and who's going to be the regular opponents and what's the divisions even going to look like, and, oh, my gosh, I didn't even think about how crazy this is going to be for Diamond Sports. And Coach Castle was talking about the scheduling side of it yesterday, and we have K.J. Kindler on, and it's a whole new level for women's gymnastics. I mean, I guess what I'm trying to say is I feel bad for making fun of people for going to these typical never-ending at sometimes – like, like oh, we're doing this again type of conversations because, Josh, I feel like I'm there with the SEC and I don't feel bad about it. I'm pumped about this. I don't know why you wouldn't be. <laughs> you should be pumped. And Oklahoma fans should be you, – you should feel like Oklahoma's ready to go after this season. Yep. That's what? The end of the 22 cycle and then two full recruiting classes. You should feel Agreed. ready. And, oh, by the way, one of those houses arguably the nation's best quarterback. So don't be scared. Be ready to go. Be excited about it. No. And and so I I guess in what this show was, when when did did Barry Switzer's comments, when did Coach's Switzer's comments get posted in the Tulsa world? What was it? Uh, Was it like Tuesday night? And maybe it was Monday night. And we we talked about that for the last couple of days here on this show. And, again, when the king talks, you listen. And 
you know, then there's others that are like, oh, gosh, come on, coach, what are we doing here? This is a much different world now. I, I guess for me, more than anything else, is it really got my mind moving towards, but we're going to find out. You know, this is as as much anticipation across the board in just about every sport that I've ever had for what's ahead of this program. And, you know, just even hearing the slightest conversation, like here was here was a question Toby asked John, and I thought it was great. And it kind of imploded all of my plans for us talking about the, the, the women's hoops games last night, which we'll get to here in just a bit. If you get a phone call, and it's Greg Sankey. And he said, hey, Josh Helmer, you get to pick the first three trips on the road for Oklahoma football. Um, and I guess maybe more than anything, it wasn't, it wasn't just the first three, but the, the conversation centered around what are the three you're most excited about, right? What are the three that if you could pick, you definitely are going to go to? But let's just say hypothetically, it's what three do you want? Now, I, uh, on one side, would probably say Nashville. I would probably add uh, Starkville into that, and I'd probably throw Fayetteville. But, see, uh, and and as a fourth, oh, let's see, what could I throw as a fourth in there? i probably Auburn, right? Those are four schools that, yeah, I'd love to. But then again, I'm being very greedy, Josh, because I only care about who I'm pretty sure we're going to go in there and beat. But if you're just going at it from an atmosphere perspective, like what what are the four places that are, if you could just guarantee you're going to be there, what are they? And I'm like, oh, my gosh, what a question. Because, you know, there's Athens, but then when they're thinking about Knoxville was amazing when we were there. Um, I, I, I want to see a game actually in Auburn because I've been there when the stadium is empty and it looks awesome. I'm really pumped about Baton Rouge and – Everyone's talking about going back to Tuscaloosa, but if you could pick the four, what are those four? Well, I think it's got to be involving some of the big dogs from the SEC. So for me, Tuscaloosa, slam dunk. Athens, slam dunk. And then because of what it's supposed to be at night, it's got to be Baton Rouge. Now, if you're asking me long-term, mixing in some of the long-term rivalry and and what it'll look like for Oklahoma's fan base going forward, then I think Fayetteville would have to be on my short list. But if it's just the first three road trips and where do you want to be, which would be the most fun, it's Tuscaloosa, it's Athens, and it's Baton Rouge. I love it. I absolutely am so – it may be part of it this week, Josh, was this amount of – Oh my gosh! What are we doing? Why would we do this? What's what? We're in big trouble. This is why Lincoln left and things like that. And, and, and again, like I said, Coach Switzer can say anything he wants. He's Barry freaking Switzer. He can say what he wants. But I don't know why. Kind of in a roundabout way, got me fired up, and and not in a way towards anyone except just we're all getting something new, and everybody, even if you're not an OU fan, just to see college football where. You're watching a, you're watching an Oklahoma Tennessee game and it's a conference game, and you know this whole idea and everyone. Everyone wants to point to it and say, "Oh well, you know the Sooners and the Horns—they're going to become like 
Nebraska in the Big Ten? Are they going to get swallowed up like A&M? We're going to find out because, I mean, we did the numbers. We crunched the numbers yesterday, and both – well, all. Missouri, Texas A&M, D.C., and Nebraska to the Big Ten. I mean, their first four years, they were fine. They were fine. Their problems weren't the conference. Their problems were – Bad coaching, poor management, bad athletic directors. That's how they got to where they are. Not because they couldn't compete. By God, they were competing. So, I just felt inspired. Coach Casso talking about scheduling yesterday. And Tyler McComas threw the clip out on social media. It's really cool. It's really cool to think that, hey, we don't have to go begging for tournaments anymore. We don't have to go... All right, listen, we'll go there like three times if you come here. Just come here and play us, please. You know, it's like you're not begging to try to make these things happen, Josh. It's really cool what we're diving into. It's really cool for fans. So, sorry not sorry when I was thinking about the show today and I'm driving in and Toby and John and TJ have me all kinds of fired up whenever it comes to this move. We're still a year away, uh, more than a year away, right? Uh, Let's see. So a full basketball season, women's season. So a little over a year away, right, and, and some change. But it's here. I mean, can you imagine SEC media days in 2024? I mean, we're going, right? Because it's isn't it crazy town? Isn't it literally like fans are there? I want to experience that. Of course, last year it got kind of imploded whenever, what, the uh, or two years ago in the A&M news when they broke the news about OU in Texas. But, yeah, I've, I think maybe over the last few weeks I have found myself and maybe over the last few days really excited about – really excited about what's going on, man. I really feel good about where this, this university and this program is headed, and I'm pumped to see how they compete. I know, right? That's not the right way to say it. You're supposed to be paranoid. You're supposed to be worried. Everything's supposed to be a problem, but – Josh, just talking about it the last few days is more than anything. It's got me pretty ramped up. I'm with you. I can't wait. And, again, we're not too far away from SEC media days like you're talking about, a little over a year. And the, the you know schedule, we're going to know that uh, here. Right. I don't know. I think it was September last year when uh, mm-hmm. the SEC schedule for this season was released. So we're going to have – it's going to be kind of interesting – You'll be playing this 2023 season, and it's your final year in the Big 12. And obviously there's so much at stake just in regards to the fact that you went 6-7 and seven and this program needs to right itself in its final year in the Big 12. And yet we're going to spend, I'm sure, a lot of this next football season talking about, well, well, yeah, this home schedule this year, it's not a ton of fun, but wait until next year when this, this, and that's happening. It's going to be awesome. All right, um, enough, enough. I got sucked into that. If I'm picking the first four, um, because isn't that what it will essentially say? You'll have, if we're going with the uh, nine-game schedule model, which apparently isn't the chosen one universally for this conference, Josh, but if we're going with the nine, you figure four home games, four road games, and then uh, the neutral site game against Texas – so if you're just going the first four road trips, man, I tell you what, I'm. You could pick them out of a hat almost. Even you know we make fun of Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt isn't going to be a great game day vibe, but Nashville's a pretty awesome city. That's done blow it up, 
since I spent a week in there whenever the University of Tulsa advanced to the Elite Eight back in, what was that, 2001? It's an awesome town. All right, enough of this SEC propaganda in here. When we come back, uh, fallout from the Chiefs parade, the latest involving uh, OU football, as Brent Venables is going to meet with the media, and OU women get a big win. They're tied for the top spot in the Big 12. In fact, Ginny Baranchek coming on the show today at 11.30. Ginny Baranchek at 11.30. We're at Cavens on a Thursday, CavensConstruction.com. Uh, and, and, again, so much more than construction, water remediation, roofing, uh, mold. They'll help you get your home and your business back on track. 405-573-3048. It is The Plank Show. I've made a horrific mistake on the show today, Josh Helmer. I have uh, I've decided to go all in on the Mac, and I don't know how to do anything. It's a terrible feeling right now. I'm trying to delete things I don't need, and they won't delete. I'm trying to play audio, and it doesn't like me. It's just... I don't know if I'm ready for this. This seems like a big-time level of adulting right now that, uh, to be very clear with you, I'm a little bit concerned about this next step in my technical life. Hmm. So if you download the audio file, it, it should just play through iTunes, See, I, don't like I think. That. I don't like that. And apparently this is so <laughs> old I don't have the newest version of iTunes. Yeah, well, th- that is. could be problematic. I don't know. But – I just got something to delete that I've been trying to delete, so we're off to a good start today. Hey, uh, anything catch your eye? I want to get some calls in here, 405-329-9000. We want to talk, obviously. We're going to have Jenny Bronchek on coming up later on in the program. Uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line already hopping at 405-651-3439. Plus, I guess maybe the question of the day off the Air Comfort Solutions text line is, what, what what do you need to hear today? What what are you most intrigued to hear from Coach Venables about four oh five six five one three four three nine? What do you need to know? Well, I but think, was there anything from last night that really caught your eye, Josh Helmer, in the world of sprots? Uh not necessarily. What about yourself? Upset, Tennessee knocking off Pama. I watched a lot of Iowa State and TCU until that game became unbearable. Uh TCU minus Mike Miles is is not good, but Man, if they get Miles healthy, they're going to be an absolute beast in the Big 12 tournament. I would not – if that's big if – I have Have you heard any updates at all on Miles outside of what he sent yesterday where he's like, hey, don't believe any of the news that I'm playing or that I'm ready. I mean, he basically said I'm not ready to go yet. Yeah, which, boy, that's uh, pretty encouraging if you're a TCU fan. Right. <laughs> don't believe the noise right. out there. I'm not playing. It's like, whoa. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But I don't know, Josh. I am. Uh, I found myself getting caught up on a little NBA last night. I was watching some MLB Network. They didn't. They actually had a show on. Maybe I DVR'd it. Oh, I was watching NASCAR. NASCAR qualifying last night. I I could tell you were all in on this last night, right? Oh, right? big time, big yeah. time. Yeah. But it's good night in sports. Fun night in sports. Laid back night to get ready for a wild weekend. And of course, in all of it. Oklahoma's women's basketball team finds themselves at a tie, in a tie for the top spot in the Big 12. They are, they're cooking, man. And, you know, you think about the big three of Yanusa, Taylor Robertson, 
and Matty Williams, you know, they've essentially had the same starting five every single game this year. And then last night, Aubrey Jones goes off. And it's kind of one of those things that you've been waiting for. And uh, you, you kind of rub the hands together like, good, good. Because if she gets going before the postseason like she is right now, uh, look out. She's got a chance to be really, really good for him. All right, let's go to the phones. Look at this. It's been a minute. True Sooner, what's going on, man? How are you? Hey, what's going on, guys? Good to hear your voice. How you been? Hey, man. Hey, dude. You know, just kind of got that sinus thing going on. So, you know, just kind of struggling through that. But Whoa, you have, sound – yeah. Yeah, you uh, definitely yeah. have a much different tone here to you, dude. All right. Are you feeling okay? Yeah. Are you good? Oh, yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the, uh, I'm on the good side of it now. Uh, okay. All right. Well, you yeah, don't sound it, but I'm on, glad you're doing better. Yeah, I went on a cruise a couple of weeks ago, and I think I uh, got around some people that probably weren't too too good. You know, stick 2,500 people on a boat. Uh, not the best thing sometimes. But, you know, this this thing you're talking about, well, first of all, these people that are cautious, being really super overcautious about going to the SEC, you know, I would understand it a lot more if we had won eight national titles in the next 15 years, in, in the last 15 years, you know, they're acting like, well, we, you know, it's our easiest, easiest trek to the national title. We're not winning them anyway. I mean, it's, you know, and, and some of the stuff that seems to be holding us back is showing up in the final fours. I mean, it's, we can't compete with the Georgias and the Alabamas when we get there. And I don't, that's, that's why it's kind of a, scrat, a, a head scratcher to me. We, you know, when they say stuff like, you know, we just, it's the easiest path there. I don't. I don't really understand it. And you know, for somebody that's had season tickets as long as I have, I mean, I've had them since 1980. This is like life changing as far as you know, in a football life. I mean, this is awesome. How, how can you not be excited about not going to Kansas State and not going to Iowa State and not going to Texas Tech and all these places you've been going to for? you know, 45 years. I mean, you're going to be going to these places that we've always heard about, you know, like, you you know, the places that you named off this morning. I mean, how can you not be excited about this? It, I, it makes no I, sense to me. You know what else I'll say, True, and good to hear your phone call. I'm, Thank you, man. Take it easy, guys. I'm, I'm glad you're feeling better. I mean, I, I never want to be that guy, Josh, but it sure doesn't sound like he's feeling better, does it? Oh, my gosh. Larry, hope you get better, bud. Get you some day, Quill. My wife is wanting to go on a cruise. Not, and and here's the thing is I you're you're going Amanda's going on one in November okay yeah it's like our 15 year anniversary and she's wanting to do something my idea of fun is I'll sit on the couch and we can watch <laughs> right. games and get wings and I can have some PBR you know that's kind of like my idea of a good time that's a vacation right there that's a vacation for me do I have to <laughs> do a radio show today all you need. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a show that I could do, too, on my vacation. But, no, in all seriousness, hearing Larry makes me never want to go on a cruise again in my life <laughs> or ever. But then Caitlin Fournier is like the cruise queen, and she's like, you got to do it. It's amazing. Uh, I'm worried that they'll have a casino on the thing, and then I'm going to spend the whole time just being mad because I lost 10 bucks or something. Uh, what, what was Larry talking about? Oh, uh, the so I'm with him. SEC. Thank you, Larry. I honestly think that more than anything else, more than anything else, the people that are concerned aren't concerned because they're a-holes or they're, they're, they're trying to second-guess the school. 
The concern is, are we ready? I think that's the concern. And I think it points to football. And I think you're going to hear from BV today, and he's going to continue to talk about what he's building knowing that's what's coming. Uh, And I said it a lot yesterday. I said, hey, they – Six and seven is a major reason why I think you see there's this faction. They're like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I I brought up the point yesterday that I think if this was a team that they didn't have these wins, right? So I'm not saying, well, just ifs and buts. But I don't know if that same concern was there and would be there for a lot of people if we were going into the SEC with a record that we had in 21 we listen to me that Oklahoma had in 21 but would we be any better prepared based on kind of how everything had always ended with those types of teams right and how they were built I mean it really helps to have you know who really makes a team good Josh Caleb Williams Kyler Murray Baker Mayfield Jalen Hurts heck even Spencer Rattler had his moments over the last like eight years but I do think most most people are fired up and excited to see what's next. And a lot of the concerns – let me give you for – I talked to someone who is in a roundabout way. They're a fan. I'll just put it that way. They're a fan. And their whole point to me, whenever I was like, he excited for the SEC, they're like, I don't know why we ever left. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, look, we're supposed to be getting all this money from the SEC, right, in this new TV deal. And what's the immediate thing that happens? We're raising a billion dollars. I'm like, I mean, you're always going to be in the in, in the midst of Alabama fundraisers. I mean, everyone's always fundraising. But their point to me was you could have stayed in the Big 12 and you could have had consistent success because you, you know that you're always going to win that conference. You're going to be competitive in that conference. And, again, I my pushback to that is – you're not wrong. You're not wrong. But I'm I'm ready to see what it's like to take that next. I want to see this team win championships. And I want to see it built where it's challenged and ready to win championships. And, hey, TCU, we saw what happened. Right on the cusp of beat, beat Michigan. Great win. But what happened when it came time to go up against Georgia? It wasn't even close. And that's consistently, consistently, consistently been the theme. Look at us going down this path again today, Josh. Who knew, right? I had a day full of hoops and a little softball. I mean, let's go. All right, quick break. When we come, anything else you want to add to that before I take a timeout, Josh, from True Zooner? You know, to me, I, I've always said for a little while now that wouldn't it be great to just eliminate that recruiting obstacle that was so prevalent really in the early 2010s Plank, I think, Uh is when there was a lot of steam behind that. Hey, I just want to play in the SEC. I just want to play in the SEC. You know, Parker, of course, does a terrific job with us on the recruiting side. Well, with us, but with 24-7 Sports, with OU Insider. So he's dialed in there, and he could give you a lot of insight to this. But on the Locked On podcast side, we have John Garcia, who joins John and myself. And, And I asked him that question, Plank. Does that still hold weight in the recruiting circles? Do kids from Florida and Georgia and all these different places and beyond, does he hear, hey, I want to play in the SEC? And the answer was yes. And something that John said was pretty interesting that for whatever reason I hadn't really thought about, I think 
I think we talked about it, you know, just with regards to Brent Venable's track record coming to Oklahoma, but I hadn't really thought about it in this sense. So when we hear the, hey, I want to play in the SEC, I want to play in the SEC, that's where guys are winning national championships. That's where guys are becoming first-round NFL draft picks, right? Well, in these kids' lifetimes where that's been the case, Plank, there's really only been a couple of other schools not named the SEC that that's happening at. Do you know where they are? Clemson. That's right. Ding, ding, ding. And Ohio Ohio State. State. That's it. And so Oklahoma, by getting to the SEC, and because of Venable's relationship and his staff's relationship to Clemson, I mean, you've got you've got all bases covered in that respect. It's a great point. And I think – one other quick thing. You know, I really think sometimes – well, you know what? I, I, I want to pause because I, I think there's a great point. It's already – I mean, uh, what time is it? 9.30. I don't know where to look for the clock on this stupid Mac. It's already 9.37. So when we come back, I think there's one more angle to that that sometimes as elder statesmen or even, you know, mid-20, early 30-year-olds that you lose sight of. And we'll get into it next right here on The Ref. All right. Uh, welcome back into the home of Sooner fans. It's The Ref with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. A lot of good stuff in the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Um, this for the 918. You're going to beat this dead horse until OU wins the SEC, aren't you? Those that are worried now will never understand until it hits them in the face. And then I, I this texture brought up a really good point. I, I hope you don't mind me reading something it sent earlier. But he said whenever Bob took over, was the Big 12 then not what the SEC is now? Seems to me in OU's long history, whenever the conference they play in, it's the relevant conference, they rise to the occasion. Dude. It's what we've been preaching. I don't think this will be the open to every show for the next year, but it could be close. It could be close. (laughs) Hey, uh, Demetrius, good morning. It's great to hear from you up in Tulsa. What's going on, Demetrius? Good good morning. I I was calling because of the the move to the SEC. I, I think it's a good thing. I just have a problem with paying the $50 million to leave early because that's money that we could spend, you know, sure. going into that conference against some pretty powerful um, fundraisers with some already amazing facilities. And now we're going to go in just paying $50 million so we can get in a year early. And I just think we ought to live in the big 12 for another year and take that money and put it into amazing facilities. So here's the good news though. And, and, and I, and I've heard this quite a bit, Demetrius from, your perspective of, hey, man, this, this $15 million to get out early, couldn't we have used it on something else? And, I listen, I'm not a budget guy. I'm not a finance guy. I'm not a numbers guy. Um, I count on people much smarter than me to make sure that, you know, we're, we're good and I'm good in those areas. But I know enough to be dangerous, and I know that that, that money is money that Oklahoma will – was part of the payout from the league. And the money that's allocated for – like facilities and things of that nature are in a much different category. So I've heard it a lot, okay. right? And we see it a lot. Hey, that 50 mil could go towards a new arena, but it would have never gone towards a new arena. So it's not like it's just 50 mil you had sitting around. Does that make sense? No, well, I guess so. Yeah, if that's the budgeting. And then the other thing was um, that um, the move to the SEC is probably going to be much better for all the, the non-football, non-basketball sports. I mean, you know, it, you know yeah, with the exception of wrestling, trying to figure out it's a kind of a crazy 
configuration now, so it's going to get a little crazier. But, you know, softball gets to play quality opponents every weekend to get even stronger than they are now. And you can see, um, you know, track and field and, and, oh, gosh, baseball. The SEC is like the, you know, college baseball nirvana. So um, think about playing in that conference. So I, I, I think and it's great to hear you, your voice, Demetrius. I always appreciate your insight. I think I would equate it – not equate it. I think I would say the sport that probably – and I think this sport knows it. Sports – I think the diamond sports were the ones that needed the facilities the most. I, I think I said yesterday that Florida – Florida got its – got its – had its stadium renovated and rebuilt. They got, just got a brand-new facility in 21. So before that – they weren't where they needed to be. Oklahoma is in the process of renovations to Mitchell Park, and the the crew over there, Gainsey, Skip, obviously Coach Willits, they did a great job in spreading the word, and you're starting to see money start to funnel in towards the new-look Mitchell Park. But I would say, you know, what loves field is going to be elite. It's going to be the creme de la creme. Uh, those were two areas where the sports – have a complete different level from the league they're playing in now. Uh, and that's not a knock. You guys, I love Big 12 softball, but there's only seven teams that play Big 12 softball, and arguably two and a half of them are good. Now, I'm, I'll be a – Jackie, I'm stealing your phrase. I'll be a gatekeeper for Big 12 softball, man. I'll defend it till the till it's dying day. But you're going from a seven-team league now to what's going to be a 15-team league where there's going to be a fight for all 15 of those teams to be tournament teams every single year. Diamond sports, baseball-wise, you're going from um, – and again, no no disrespect, but you got nine teams. Uh, you've got Tech, who's pretty good. Tech's playing – they've gone to Omaha, and there's been schools from the Big 12 that have consistently gone to Omaha. But in the SEC – You've got the Vanderbilts, who the number one thing on their campus is college baseball. You've got Ole Miss, who just won the national championship, and we saw it. So I would say the biggest step up beyond football might be diamond sports and then women's gymnastics too. But, yeah, no, it's a big deal because it brings different opponents to the state and to your your stadium. And, Josh, I'm sorry, I'm just filibustering here. But, Josh, it also – I think it shows you when you go to some of these other places or you see them on TV or you watch their games, you're like, oh, okay. That's the level we got to be at for this sport too consistently, right? You, you hope it, it sparks something for those that are kind of sitting on their hands whenever they see what the attendance and the facilities look like for some of those schools in the SEC and Diamond Sports and Gym. Well, these schools take it seriously too. Yeah. Very, very seriously. At Kansas, it's basketball and everything else. Kansas State is starting to get to where basketball with Tang is is important again. But, you know, beyond football in Manhattan, there's, you know, not not a ton of excitement for some of these other sports. And, and we could do that song and dance for a lot of the teams in the Big 12 Conference. But in the SEC, softball's huge. Baseball's huge. So, you know, that part of it is, uh, yeah, I mean, it's really exciting. And it's where your competition is going to step up infinitely. You know, basketball, basketball might be the only sport where you kind of step back and you're like, oh, okay, we can exhale a little bit. 
Because <laughs> the Big 12, as you heard Porter talk about, has just been elite the last couple of seasons. And think about, by the way, Josh, think about the Big 12 in basketball when, it, when Oklahoma leaves. Texas is really good. Oklahoma's obviously had its struggles. But guess who you bring in? Houston. Houston. Who's the top five team. And who will not need a ramping up period for this conference. Unbelievable. All right, uh, thanks for the phone call, Demetrius. A lot of really good stuff on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. I like this from Drew, uh, our buddy Drew England, before we grab a break. He writes, with Coach Switzer's comments, I think there can be some level of concern when it comes to getting ready for the SEC, sure. But I think people need to understand that concern isn't worried. I'm not worried long term. With all the – I think it's awesome we're going to the SEC. And by the way, OU baseball fans saw it in Omaha last summer. Big difference when it comes to the diamond sports. Absolutely. Um, By the way, someone also said here earlier, I'm trying to find it, because we we got the, we got the, uh, our buddy Gary Bonner gave us, he put us over, if you will, if I can use a wrestling term, Josh, where he posted the, uh, the rant on Flow Sports to, to the Book of Faces. And I will say, Gary did make me sound a lot cooler than I am. I didn't, like, go storming the door and be like, where is the director and why do they not know anything about softball? Um, But I can tell you guys, I don't know how this got out there. Softball is not on Flow Sports this weekend. You do not need a Flow Sports subscription for softball this weekend. I don't know how that got out there or who said it, but that's not the case. I'm going to have some news on how you can – Watch the game this week and hopefully before we get out of here today. But no, no. You will need Flow Sports, though, for the Palm Springs tournament, but not for this weekend. This weekend for softball is not on Flow Softball. And we'll have it for you on the Sooner Radio Network. In fact, I'm heading up there um, a little bit later on today. But, yeah, keep uh, good stuff on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Thank you, Gary. Thanks, uh, softball fans. I'm always looking out for you. 405-651-3439. It's the Plank Show right here on The Ref. All right, welcome back to the Plank Show right here on The Ref. Um, there's some good stuff on the text line. You want to get to it here? Anything that we're missing out on as far as the breaking news or anything of the day, Josh, that you wanted to hit upon? I don't know. Uh, I don't know that there is. No. I mean, no. I, I don't think so. Hour one of the Plank Show, as always, is brought to you by the good folks at Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. Bob Stoops. Speaks highly of Van Hoos Fence. You should try them out for yourself, vhfence.com. Here is um, here's one from the 918, and I think this is a good point. I think it's human nature, he writes. Folks are scared of the unknown. They're scared to leave their comfort zone. I would agree. I'm in, I'm in that group. I'm in that group. I mean, like I've talked about many times, I know how I'm getting to these places. I, I mean, I'm not trying to be – I'm being somewhat sarcastic, but – if if you're looking at a situation where you know you're suddenly going from easy to make road trips to places where you know you're probably gonna have to stay a night before you get there or it's like three hours longer or you're flying it's a little different world right but it's it's part of the sacrifice so yeah I get that there's the unknown right Josh and I think there's unknown whenever you're coming off a six and seven season in football. I think there's unknown whenever basketball is struggling the way it is. I think it's in what's the big two. I think it's it, it kind of adds to the unknown for a lot of people when well, you're moving to a new conference. The the poor 2022 seasons obviously the biggest factor, but 
it shows that a little bit of the national narrative has sunk in with a, a faction of Oklahoma fans. The, the fear that eh, maybe this isn't the best idea has sunk in with some people after a disappointing season. I wish it hadn't, but it has. Um, it's kind of like, are you ready for a new baby, True, right? You're probably never completely ready. You just got to take the plunge. It's a great line. I'm sure many of you have heard. It's like, well, when are you going to have a kid? Ah, when we're ready for it. If you wait for that, it's you're never going to be ready. All right, quick break. Um, let's hit the top. You know, here's it's a unique hour. Gary's going to come on. Is Joey coming on today? Is this the last trip for Joey Helmer to the Plank Show? Good question. Uh, probably worth I'll a, text a, him during the break. Yeah, yeah, see what he says. And then Jenny Baranchek coming up at 1130 on the show.